back to the Half Swing Shinty podcast where we review and preview the Shinty from all over Scotland with a weekly co-host. This week I've been joined by Telecom's Kavna Cap and Cottages.com McTavish Cap winning captain, Keith McRae. Keith, welcome to the show and how does it feel to hear that in the intro? Yeah, thanks for having me on, Aaron. Uh, yeah, it feels great. Yeah. Uh, I'll, be, I'll be the last to hear from it, I'm pretty sure, yeah, so... <laughs> Uh, how have things been going with you anyway, Keith? Uh, you fully recovered, and most importantly, is there even a drop of drink left at the Dorney? Yeah, well, we, we gave it our best uh, best effort to drain the place, but unfortunately we failed in the end. Uh, yeah, things are going well. Uh, we're obviously a wee break now, uh, up to Christmas and stuff like that, and then before we all go again in the, in the January uh, for the new season. So, yeah, it's a wee resting period, which is quite good. It gives us all a wee chance to sort of look at injuries and stuff like that so yeah yeah absolutely um there was obviously some injury worries towards the back end of the season to the break couldn't have come at a better time uh we have to talk about the cottages.com mctavish cap of course um so i've got a few questions about that and then we'll maybe move on to speak a little bit more generally about kinlock shield what was the build-up to the match like from your perspective yeah, well, we just tried to sort of focus on our shinty, I suppose. Yeah, just keep the routine the same, you know. Week in, week out, do the training on a Monday and, um, you know, Monday and a Wednesday, and, uh, which was a bit of a struggle, to be honest, because the nights were drawing in quite a lot, so um, we were basically having to just, after work, we're trying to get off a bit early. We usually have training on at 7 o'clock, but we were sort of moving it down to like a half five, to be honest, because it was um, just the dark, so we were having... Mm-hmm. basically get boys to the pitch for half five um, get them to do their just basically straight into a game to keep us keep us warm because the weather was atrocious as well so it's just basically straight into a game play their game uh, until we basically didn't have any more light uh, and then we'd just be off the park get, off, get out of the rain into the cars and then go shipped off to a hall and then do some do some fitness uh, so yeah that was, that was pretty much it yeah. yeah, it was a bit distracting, but manageable, I suppose. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, listen, it worked in the end, I guess you could say. So um, that that's good from yeah. from your perspective, at least. I saw that journalist Fraser McKenzie mentioned on Twitter um, how being side by side in the tunnel at the back for the walkout gives it that authentic big match feeling. Was there any argy bargy in the tunnel or words spoken between the sides before you went out? Nah, nah. I don't. I don't think I, I said a word walking out that tunnel. To be honest. Um, it's not like you right enough. It's quite a quiet guy, but uh, nah, I don't think anyone's head been behind us either. I think we're all just really focused and trying to get a result. You know, everyone's just head down and wanted to get out there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, in the game itself, Rudy Anderson, of course, opened the scoring about ten minutes into the match. Were you worried that they might be on that kind of deadly form we've seen from them that this season uh, at that point? Yeah, well, we knew that. You know, can you see? They had, they had a few high-scoring uh, results in the, in the weeks running up to McTavish, so uh, we knew it was going to be important for our defence to you know have a good day. But when you're when you're playing, you don't really you get a chance to worry your dwell too much about it. You just sort of you need to stick to what you're doing and hope that it'll be enough in the day. So no, it wasn't. I can't say it was a conscious thought that went through my head. It was just get your head back down and keep going, and hopefully we'll have enough to win it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm, sure, I'm sure the supporters right enough were were pretty worried. They'll be a different story altogether. It's horrible <laughs> to watch watch your team play. Yeah, definitely. Um, for this equaliser, you managed to dig the ball out your feet and find a nice slip pass to Jordan Fraser. As he was winding up for that strike, how much faith did you have that he was going to hit the back of the net? Yeah, again, you don't really have too much time to think about it at the time. You know, it was just it's done in a flash. You know, you get out your feet and then you just plod on the field and try and follow up. And uh, so 
yeah, no, I, I didn't really have too much time to think about it, but, you know, Jordy's been in good form this season. He's been playing really well. Um, so, yeah, I, I was confident that it could be, I suppose. Uh, he did really well. He just, yeah, got into speed. It's actually his first touch was really good. It sort of took it away from him a wee bit and away from the defender, so it was really fluid. It was sort of away from him, and then he managed to get the shot away, and it was a well-structured shot, and then to the opposite side, opposite corner, which mm-hmm. keeper really struggled with, so delighted. Yeah, absolutely. It was a good finish. Uh, congratulations to him for that. Uh, it's fair to say that there were periods of the game, or is it maybe fair to say that there was periods of the game where can you see had your goal under a bit of siege? Uh, and if so, just how important were Finlay and Josh in keeping you in the game during those periods? Yeah, no, there's that's just fair enough. Yeah, there's definitely periods where they, they had us under the cosh. But, you know, I think you, in most games you tend to get periods where, you know, your defence is under sustained pressure. Uh, it's always a boost. It's always a boost for the team. Actually, if they, if they managed to come out with them without getting a goal, and almost almost the opposite effect for the, the forward line. You know, they've just been, they've been trying their best and they haven't managed to score when they probably know they they should have. Um, but just concede at any point during the games, you know, it's bad anyway. So uh, Josh and Finlay, they didn't do much wrong all all game. To be honest, uh, yeah, did the whole defence doing a good shift. Uh, but it's, it's not new to them either. They know they do it week in week out. Yeah, absolutely. Um, a lot's been made of Canucci's fitness, or certainly it was going into the match. I've been as guilty of it as anyone else. Uh, so when extra time came, personally, I'd thought that they might dominate that period and, and maybe go and win the game, but obviously that's not how it played out. Do you think that maybe you guys are one of the fittest sides in Shinty and, and that's maybe overlooked sometimes? Yeah, I, I certainly do think we're one of the fitter sides Um can you see certainly been another uh, the majority of the team you know train three or four nights a week um, and it's, it's only like in games like the final you know when you're absolutely dying where you actually get to see reap your rewards I suppose you know mm-hmm. so it, it was good to good to see us against them and actually you know match them you know at least you know I mean yeah were we the fair side I don't know you could, you could question that it's just it's one of them things isn't it you both try your hardest and it's just the end, end of the day so a couple of minutes of brilliance or you know just a break of the ball and stuff like that so it was quite hard I mean I think we're all um, we're all really struggling in, in extra time I don't know if you can see it from the sidelines but there's a lot of players going down with, with cramp and stuff like that and a lot of tired tired um, tired tired bodies yeah mm-hmm. I think in the, the second half extra time I was marking um, Hutchie actually I was in full centre I came back on in full centre and uh, yeah I could tell he was struggling so that was a, certainly a boost for me thinking okay I'm not the only one that's absolutely shit yeah. But I think we're, we're we're probably we're well we are an aging side I suppose so usually just associate that with uh, being less fit but mm-hmm. I think we can I think we can match most teams anyway so it's good. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> certainly matched and more. Can you see on the day um, for two one? John pushed it past Xander and then rifled a shot into the net. Was it this point? And I know you say you know it's 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 quite hard to think during the game, but when that went in, did you start to believe that this was going to be your day? Yeah, going going up, going to go up in the second half. You know, it gives you a very good chance of coming away with the win. So I suppose I was pretty optimistic that you know this this could be our day. Um, but again, it just takes a you know a, a moment on the other side for it to come back to two two, mm-hmm. which we've seen in the, the semi final. Is it the semi final of the the Cameron Cup? Then they they played love it. You know, that was yeah. mental that like five minute spell where it was just <laughs> go after go after go. So you just say you just need to sort of dig in deep and hopefully your defence will just stay solid. Um, yeah, it was a great, it was a great, um, great shy and touch finish actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, Donald, Donald hit it in from the the right hand side, 
Uh, and it was actually I was actually chatting to uh, John after the game. He loves to chat about his goals after the game. So <laughs> I bet he does. In the day, what was good and what was bad. But no, it's um, he actually said he just pointed to his feet, uh, and for Donald to put it there. And luckily enough, Donald just his accuracy just got it right to his feet, and he just a great touch and a great great finishing through for the night. Yeah, absolutely. Which was yeah, a big relief. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, if that goal felt good, I can only imagine what seeing uh, young Archie's goal felt like. It's certainly one of the best goals I've seen in person, uh, especially when you consider, you know, the stage and, you know, how young Archie is. Can Archie be a real star for this Kinlock Shield team next season? And what did you think of the goal? Yeah, no, it was an amazing goal. Um, no, it's, it's a deserved one for Archie. He's, he's came close a couple of times in big games, and this season he scored a couple of goals already. Um you know, yeah, Archie's going to be a massive player for Kim Lashier. Um, if he just keeps at it and keeps training, putting in the work, uh, he knows exactly where the goals are, and he's sort of shown that through all the age gaps. I mean, he's only 16 at the moment, but, you know, in the 14s, he's a prolific goal scorer. He scores a lot uh, every every game he plays in. So, um, yeah, he's got bags of energy. And he's he's everything you want in the forward, so as long as he keeps progressing and keeps his head screwed on, he'll, he'll do really well, and he'll be a great, great player for Kim Lashier. Uh, as well as we've got a lot of young players as well that'll be with them you know mm-hmm. coming through yeah absolutely good news for the future on that one for sure most players are desperate to get their hands on one silver cannon you of course now have two are they displayed pride of place in the house or you know god forbid are they underneath a biscuit tin in the cupboard or something like that no no uh, uh, they're not they're not quite bad um, I can't say yeah it's, it's mental I'm very fortunate I suppose it's uh, I think you'd have me someone mixed up with someone else though, because yeah. uh, I'm not someone who's organised it. <laughs> it's been too too early. Maybe give me another year and they'll be up in a while. And we've got quite a lot of pictures of my house. The wife loves a, a picture in the room, so the, the rooms the, the walls are pretty full to be honest. But um, I'll need to put an official request to her to see if we can move some of the pictures and get them up. Yeah. It's, it's in the planning 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 stages, I'd say. <laughs> well, let's hope you get that rubber stamped for next year. Yeah, um, <laughs> Finley was awarded the man of the match at the McTavish final, of course, um, and, you know, it, it was well-deserved. He had a great game. But do you think this was the best choice? And, you know, if not, or even if you do think so, who else do you think could have been up there? Yeah, I'm sure there's, there's lots of contenders um, for the panel they're picking. Um, I think Josh had a really good game. Um, he had a few good, uh, few good stops. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of um, ones that you don't expect him to, to stop, but he did well with them under pressure. You know, all it takes is one little mess up there, you know, or yeah. lapse of concentration, and that's a goal. And that's you know completely changed the the flow of the game. Um, yeah, any of our defence, I would say they they played all really well. So it's hard to pick one out of them because I thought they all put in a really good shift. I thought John, you know, my other brother, he played really well up front. I think he put in a power work. He was in half forward where we usually have Ali Nixon. Um, he's um, he was out injured obviously, but mm-hmm. he, John went in there and did a power of work um, uh, as well as the can you see can you see boys? I thought they Mayburn had a good game. Yeah. Pull back Hutchie Hutchie falls down. He had another good game. Mm-hmm. Also Fraser Monroe, uh, wing centre for them. I thought they all played well. So I think it could have could have really went anyway. But yeah, if I had to pick someone, probably myself, it would have been Finlay. I think they made a, the right decision. Yeah. Um, Praise, praise comes pretty gradually between us brothers, uh, <laughs> especially as I, especially as I know you'll be listening to this as well. Uh, I think there's actually a, a story about that, isn't there? Oh, <laughs> he was going to be doing this today. He had, he had six side team picked and everything, didn't he? <laughs> Want to explain that? I, I, I can't believe it. Uh, yeah, so basically what happened was I've got uh, 
I had you and uh, Finlay saved under the same number, and it uh, was my intention to get you on the podcast, of course. Um, but what happened was I um, I sent a message to Finlay. So poor Finlay uh, has yeah his six aside team picked, his sticker kick picked, I'm sure. And then he was just told he's actually not coming on the podcast at all. So don't worry, uh, I've got him penciled in for 2022. So you better make sure that you've uh, you've got some more good news to to talk about then. <laughs> Otherwise, I got, I, got... Sorry, I, I got to tell I got to tell him that's fine. I got to tell him that. He, he doesn't want you, Finlay. He wants to talk to me. So that was great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just to touch on the the man of the match, I think yeah, for, for me personally, as you know, chatting to to folk uh, around me at the game, I think we were we were thinking it was probably between Finley or Josh, um, but yeah, all the people you named would have been in with a shout as well as of course yourself. If you own a holiday home, then we can help you get the most from it. We'll take care of everything from marketing your property to bookings and payments, giving you the time to sit back, relax and enjoy watching the game you love most. Don't be shy. Contact us today for a free, no obligation income projection from one of our Scottish property experts in your area. Just visit the Let Your Property section at cottages.com. Proud sponsors of the 2021 McTavish Cup. Before we move on to the next section, I just want to say to all of our listeners, you know, we're looking for your feedback and you can give this by going to Half Swing Pod on Twitter, where you will find a five question survey, super quick and easy to do. Um, We just want to know, basically, is it worthwhile doing the podcast again next year? And uh, if it is, what would you change about it? What would you like to see more of? What don't you like too much? Just so we can try and fine tune it and and get it better over time, if you want it at all. Uh, So just fire over to Twitter to twitter and fill that in it will only take two minutes now we're going to take a few listener questions that we got sent in duncan da mccray has a question for you now duncan's twitter username is duncan 85 million so we can only assume that duncan 85 million was taken but regardless of that duncan's got a really hard-hitting question for you he wants to know why do you dance like a T-Rex? What's the story behind this one? Oh, the less said about that, the better, I think. <laughs> uh, oh, it's been daft. Uh, the, oh, it was just basically, uh, I don't even recall this. Um, it, was, it was one one dance, I suppose, I was intoxicated and I was dancing <laughs> and I had a slightly limp arm that looked uh, a bit like a T-Rex. Uh, uh, you found much enjoyment in that. Uh, you not managed, you not managed to, to get rid of that uh, that yet, no. So, well, no, it comes out every now and again, that's all, but I just like to, to say that. It doesn't take much for us to get a nickname to stick with, with us, to be honest, but literally did for David Faulkner. He, uh, a long time back ago, he was, he was walking with his mates and he managed to slip and fall on some, some dog to this day, he's known as Davy Dog. Yeah, <laughs> well, so, I think I would. Sort of I, I would take T Rex over that one. I think, like. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the sort of. Uh, I think his parents even call him that. So. <laughs> <laughs> Stuff Brilliant. Um, okay, Kenneth McRae has also messaged in. He he wants to know what impact, if any, Sandra's scrambled eggs have had on Shield success this season. Oh, so if Sandra was asking this question, she'd undoubtedly say yes. It's, but all the victories are to her and for, for everything, yeah. Uh, but no, I don't. Uh, I can't say her scrambled eggs are, are that good that they, she can she can put it on that. Um, <laughs> it wasn't really until the after the, the semi final where Q Dan sort of mentioned the the scrambled egg making that she uh, started to take it seriously. Her, her scrambled eggs are improved since then, to be fair. 
But, you know, she doesn't take it that seriously. <laughs> Your scam eggs have improved since then. They must, be, they must be quite bad to begin with. You know, there's only so much improvement you can have with scrambled eggs. Yeah, oh, well, yeah, yeah, I suppose you're right, yeah. But, uh, <laughs> they're, they're grand. Uh, I, better not, I better not push you uh, too far into saying something <laughs> that'll get you in trouble. Like, um, yeah. Gordon underscore Plockton on Twitter has asked, <laughs> when is the Kinlock Shield film coming out and which actors would play who? Oh, Kim Yeah, we're actually in talks with BBC Alba right now about that. Kim Lashield. Yeah, no. Yeah, obviously that's a tough one. Uh, I suppose there are a few resemblance in the team. Uh, Josh, I think I think he uh, styles himself in Rag and Bone Man, so maybe get him <laughs> him to come in. So that that would be nice to him, I suppose. Uh, Davey, do you follow now? He's he's a dead ringer with uh, Woody Harrison. So maybe get him in there for him. Okay. I've wrote down I've wrote down a couple, I suppose. Uh, Donkey Day, the, the same question me there. I suppose he's uh, he's always known to look like you know the, the guy of um, Home Alone, one of the wet bandits, Marv. Oh, right, okay. Uh, he'd maybe be a good role for him. <laughs> Finlay, I suppose you could have anyone that's anyone that's willing to put on a you know style their hair in a fire tuck manner. I suppose that would be Finlay for him. Yeah, that's, that's a tough one. I don't know. Yeah. What, what, what about you? What about yourself? You got any ideas? Eh. Uh, the Rock, maybe Jason Statham, <laughs> Danny DeVito. I suppose if you want to be, uh-huh. be cool. Uh-huh. Yeah, no, <laughs> fair enough. This has turned into quite an all-star cast. I'm not sure BBC Alba's got that kind of budget behind them right enough. Like, you know. Nah, yeah, maybe not. Uh, well, like, I was, I was thinking uh, for for Alice McRae, maybe a Judy Dench. Do you think? Uh, yeah, maybe. I had a little think about that one as well when I was reading the questions, uh, putting them together, sorry. So, ah, okay. We'll wait and see what comes of that. I'm not sure if The Rock's got anything big in his schedule just now, but if not, I'm sure he'd be more than happy to help out with this. Um, sure, so, yeah. The com McTavish Cup final was basically the final piece of the jigsaw that now that you've won it in terms of major silverware for Kinlock Shield. I know you said to me before the Kamenak that no matter what the result is in the Kamenak, you hope the, st- the team would stay together and, you know, do a few more years. Is that the plan for next year now? For, you know, have you spoken to the guys in the dressing room? Um, yeah, we don't really have a chance to sort of, uh, you know, chat about it. But I suppose, well, same as every year. I think, you know, the first off, you just want to keep all the players you have together, keep them fit, you know. Uh, so working on, you know, this off-season, working on, like, Injury niggles is important to make sure they, you know, they don't reoccur. For example, my hamstrings are were quite tight a lot of this season, so it's really important that I sort of, you know, do uh, exercises to sort of strengthen and stretch them and stuff like that to make sure they don't, you know, they don't, doesn't become a lasting problem. I suppose. Uh, Dunsey, he's um, he's looks like he's going to be out the most most of. Uh, all, uh, next season I suppose mm. so um, he's going to be a big miss um, he, I think he played in every defensive and midfield position on the park for us so uh, obviously you just you're, we're going to miss that you know mm-hmm. his experience and versatility was a big, big asset um, yeah so that, that's it really and, well we always hope to some of the Glasgow boys as well there's a couple of them boys that Decided to go. To, they lived in in Glasgow, you know. They mm-hmm. Used to play for us and, and the place for Glasgow. So it's always a hope that they maybe come home. They always talk about it. And there's always rumours of maybe oh yeah they're going to come home. So thinking yeah. that it, it would give us a real, it'd be a big boost for us. You know, we'd have a, a very strong squad if we had them back. So yeah, but we'll just we'll just play it by ear, I suppose. Yeah, absolutely. We've, we've got a, a few months now to to figure that all out before we get kick started with the 2022 season. <laughs> 
Now, the Kamenak Cup is undoubtedly the most prestigious trophy in the sport, but equally the Maui Premiership is undoubtedly the hardest to win. You've proven your mettle in the Cup competitions this year. Do you think that Shield could go on and win the Premiership again next year? Uh, yeah, never say never. Yeah, you know the the leagues are you know, different kettle of fish altogether, and you obviously need to have a very good starting twelve. But um, you also need to have you know players that can step in like for like. You know, if players get injured or suspended and stuff like that. So, um, and even if they're you, they're not, and you just want that sort of competitive aspect of sort of training and um, mm-hmm. you know just that rivalry that you know fighting for spots and stuff like that. So, it's massive and a big squad um, uh, to, to pick from. You know. Mm-hmm. You can see that when you more why they dominated for so long. You know they just had a very strong squad. You know their second team was winning week in week out, and they were winning week in week out. And you know it just must be really competitive there that everyone mm-hmm. wanted to win. And you know it's just great. You know no one can take a, 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 a Wednesday off. You know no one can rest and stuff like that. You know so yeah, yeah it's really important. Yeah, I think we yeah I think we can we can certainly compete. Yeah, and again it's just keeping everyone injury free. You know yeah absolutely. Yeah. Um, we'll we'll soon find out exactly how that season will go. I mean, it's not been confirmed yet, but the rumours are that we might return to a normal season or that we're going to return to a normal season next year, which I think, you know, I, I certainly would be excited for the return of promotion, relegation and champions. You know, it's it, it keeps the keeps the sport ticking over and makes sort of every game really, you know, important to win and, and pick up those points. So, yeah, hopefully we'll, we'll get a good uh, premiership season next year and I'm sure Sheila will be... Right, and amongst it, um, if you had to pick one moment, you know, and you've obviously had a few, a few uh, moments this year, but it could be previous to that as well, what would you say is your proudest moment in Shinty? Um, yeah, yeah, there's a, yeah, there's a couple. Probably the one that's the yeah, the, uh, it's the one a month back when lifting that Cameron Cup for the first time. Um, I was going to go and say that you know the the representing Scotland. That Crow Park was pretty cool, you know, it was a big, big moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was just playing in there, it was pretty something, something pretty cool. You can tell your grandchildren eventually or whatever, you yeah. know. But uh, no, definitely the Camel Cup, especially. It was just nice being the captain as well, you know, I was just very fortunate to be the captain for that, so I can't see past that. Um, you oh. know, there's always one of the things that, you know, getting on there 34 now, so it's, uh, you know, I've watched pretty much every Camel Cup final, you know, mm-hmm. there's always seemed to be. The thing that you thought, oh, that's that's like another team is doing, you know. Mm-hmm. We, we don't get there, but well, listen, we, we always competed with these teams, but it's just never seemed to click into place. And luckily, this year it did. So, delight. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> fantastic achievement, and congratulations for that once more. Every single week, I ask my guests to give me their six-a-side shinty team. So that's, of course, one keeper, two backs, one centre, and two forwards. The only caveat is you're only allowed one player per team. So. Keith, I know you were telling me that Finley had his all written out. Uh, have you taken his, or have you got your own? No, I, I wrote my own. Okay, <laughs> good, yeah, good yeah. stuff. Do you want to start off by telling me who you'd have uh, between the posts? Yeah, well, I did struggle with this to be honest. I was having to think about you know players this year, and it was quite difficult for to pick players because I'm not obviously faced all the players. Mm-hmm. But I think we played. No, we did play at all, so it was quite tough. So I sort of went on a mix of. Players that haven't have played in the past, maybe not playing now. Mm-hmm. But I just think of you know, like my best six side team. So, uh, wait for Stuart McIntosh from Glenarchan. Put him in goals. Okay. Yeah, yeah he's a great goalie. Um, he's actually played played against him a couple of times this year, and he had really good games. Yeah. Yeah. So put him in him in goals. 
Absolutely no. He's one of the one of the keepers that comes up regularly, obviously along with with Stuart McDonald. Um, but yeah, he's he's a fantastic goalkeeper, and I'm I'm not surprised to see him in there. Do you want to move on to your defence? Yeah, two defenders I've got to remember: Maven, Maven from Canusi, and Mark McDonald actually, or Mark McDonald. Yeah. Uh, okay. The defenders, yeah, they're both, both solid and strong and pretty fast as well, so can't see past them. Yeah, no, two two good players. Uh, were you tempted by any other Shield players? Or was it Mark McDonald? Yeah, it was, uh, well, obviously Finlay. Finlay was working in there as well, so I was, uh, I was you know, not going to pick him. Yeah. Yeah, I actually know I wasn't in his team, so that's fine. <laughs> a, bit, a bit of revenge <laughs> for that one, Link. Yeah. Perfect. Uh, who yeah. do you have at full centre? It's, it's Marky's, Marky's wedding this weekend as well. We're heading down for Marky's wedding, so oh, I'll put it, in there, put it in there to keep him sweet. <laughs> exactly, that's the wedding gift sorted. Never mind any of this new toaster, new cutlery <laughs> set. Forget that. You got in the team of the week. That's the most important thing. Um, who have you got at centre? Yeah, so I don't think about the centre. I was, I was struggling. There's also a lot of good ones. I was trying to think of boys that stood out and stuff like that. So, but I was, I was thinking, you know. It's maybe a few years since he's played, but uh, I'd probably have Grant Irvine. You know, if he was mm. still playing, he yeah. was a he was a different class and in full centre. I thought oh, he was a really good centre. Bags of an energy. It was always one of the players we worried about when we were playing them when he was playing. I'll put him in there. Absolutely. Um, two forwards. Who have you got? So the forwards I went um, with Greg. Greg, one of the full forwards. He's a he's a crack. You know, his, his goals are just phenomenal. He's been scoring regularly. God knows when, mm. for the last ten years, I suppose. So I'll put him on. He's fast and skillful and strong and stuff. Like that. So put him in in one one wing. And the other was I was swithering. Yeah, I was sort of thinking about you know six side team. If I was thinking very hard about it, you'd want a fast, quick forward line. But um, so I maybe wouldn't have Glenn in there. Mm. But uh, nowadays, you know. But as I'm saying, we're going back to. Uh, a few years ago when maybe Glenn, Glenn's knees were a bit better so mm. I'll put him in there anyway seems yeah. like you know, again he's with bags of gold and he may as I say, he's maybe struggling a bit for moving about a bit now but he was a cracking player back in the day yeah, a couple absolutely. years ago a, a consistently high scorer um, in every season and you know even this year where you, as you say you know the knees maybe aren't as good as they once were still banging in goals albeit at second team level for Newton Moore I'm thinking about Robert Mabin um, in the defence there you've obviously a forward would you say that you know Robert's one of the toughest defenders you've come up against or if not who would you sort of give that to certainly this season I mean there's there's a lot I mean there's, there's certain defenders that just make it a nightmare for you um Maybin being one, Rory Kennedy again, he's another one as well. Mm. They've just got such a long reach. It's just a, such an asset for a defender. I think they just, you just think you've got the ball away from them, and they just seem to just hook their arm around you, and, you know, get <laughs> the ball away, or you think you're going to get a shot away, and they just manage to hook them. So that's a massive aspect. But there's 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 a lot of players, you know. Daniel Grieve, yeah, he's a, he's a cracking defender as well. Um, yeah, and obviously uh, our own boys. I think yeah, our own boys are very very good. So I don't. I play against him in training all the time, and they're a nightmare. Yeah, yeah, it's just good practice for for coming up against these other uh, brilliant defenders across the teams. Um, finally, before we wrap things up with a sticker kick, you've obviously already submitted your Maui team of the season, which you know, for those who don't know, it's not allowed to contain any Shield players. Most of the other captains have also submitted theirs. How many Shield players would you expect to see in the finalised team after it goes out to the public, and? Which ones do you think have the best chance of making it there? I think Finlay will definitely be in there. Finlay, uh, Mark, Connor, 
I don't know. It's, it's hard because I suppose you are very biased to your own. You see your team playing every week. I mean, you're very biased to to what players. But if you're looking at other teams and sort of who they think, who I think they'd recognise, yeah, it would certainly be Finlay. Um, Finlay, Mark O'Connor in defence. Mm. They've got a chance. Josh obviously played quite well this year, mm. and obviously winning two cups, he's probably in a very good chance of getting that. Uh, again, Donald Nixon. He's had a good good year in in the in the centre, so he'll be probably down for a few I'm guessing mm. up front Jordy John they'll probably be in the hat for something Jordy's had a very good season you know he's um, he's worked very hard last season Jordy and he's almost like a you know a different player this year he's mm. really his energy levels are amazing and just get about get about so quick so yeah, yeah they all stand a chance I think yeah yeah Martin, I mean, really. Kinlock Sheila have had a, a great year, obviously, so it won't be a surprise to see a, a number of players make that final team of the season. But we'll just have to wait and see that. Nominations will go out to the public uh, starting in the 1st of December, so we can get that team of the season wrapped up by the end of the year. Now, one last thing before we finish up the episode is the weekly sticker kick. So, you know, you'll be used to this by now if you've listened to, to the podcast a lot, but just in case it's your first time, I'm asking Keith to tell me if he could change one thing about Shinty, one rule in Shinty, introduce a rule, anything he would like to from something he'd like to see actually change to a brand new rule being introduced. What would he do, Keith? I had to think about this, and I was yeah. There's nothing massively that hasn't been said already, um, but something I have always I was uh, questioned, and it's quite queer. I don't have a strong, strong. Um, thought on this myself really but it's more it's, it's on the point structure mm. um you know, obviously we play a two two for a win one for a draw zero for a lose yeah but i would just like to i suppose ask everyone and see what they thought what would it be what would everyone's thoughts be on changing that to you know like more football wise you mm-hmm. know put more emphasis on a win I suppose getting a three points for a win one for a draw zero for a for a, a loss um I don't know how it was. I'd have to look back at the leagues and see would we have actually won the league back in <laughs> back in 2017 if, if it was like that before maybe three there. But it would be interesting. I think it would be it would be interesting. It'd certainly, put more emphasis on a on a on a win. You know. Um, yeah. yeah absolutely I mean I guess uh, you know when you just think it through that that would mean that uh, folk were, were sort of you know if it was one each in the last five ten minutes folk would be going for the win a lot more um, than, than they currently are uh, given the, the the difference between draw and win but uh, yeah no it's an interesting one one I've not thought about myself I'll, I'll put it to Twitter and we'll see what folks say and uh, if it goes if it gets a yes then you can consider your 2017 title stripped if that's what happens like you know <laughs> Um, okay thanks very much for joining me today Keith you have just listened to the latest episode of the Half Swing Shinty podcast this week's episode was sponsored by cottages.com my thanks go to my guests this week as well as to you for listening if you enjoyed this episode please be sure to follow us on twitter at Half Swing Pod and pass on the pod to your friends it's the only way that we are going to be able to grow. I would also like to thank Glasgow band Pizza Crunch for letting us use their single Coma Inducing Gibberish as the intro to the pod. You can check them out on Spotify. And my final thanks, as always, go to Fergie McDonald for letting us use the Shinty Referee to play us out.